Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Joyful by Ingrid Fatel Lee, a captivating exploration of how the world around us fuels our happiness through design and architecture. Published in 2018, Joyful serves as an eye opening guide to finding pleasure and contentment in our surroundings, highlighting the power of color, shape, playfulness, and whimsy in elevating the everyday experience. Ingrid Fettel Lee, a seasoned designer with a keen eye for what brings joy, shares her insights on how our physical environment can significantly affect our mood and well being. She is the founder of the design blog The Aesthetics of Joy and has shared her expertise on design's impact on joy through articles in the New York Times, Psychology Today, and Wired. Her ideas reached a wider audience with her inspiring TED Talk in 2018, making her a leading voice in the intersection of design, psychology, and happiness. Joyful is not only a treasure trove for designers looking to infuse more happiness into their creations, but also a must-read for DIY enthusiasts eager to transform their spaces with joy. New homeowners or renters can find wisdom in its pages, learning to curate their environments in ways that brighten their days. Whether you're looking to make small tweaks to your home or undertake a larger design project, Joyful offers the inspiration and practical advice needed to make your world a happier place. Join us as we uncover how to bring more joy into our lives through the spaces we inhabit and the objects we encounter daily. Joyful, the surprising power of ordinary things to create extraordinary happiness. Introduction. Unveil the colors of joy in your everyday life. Imagine stepping into a realm where every building mirrors the one next to it, all structured in unremarkable forms, painted in a continuum of grays, with the occasional standout cloaked in white. Envision nature tamed to perfection, with rows of trees and manicured green spaces. Within these buildings, the decor whispers minimalism, echoing an austere and almost sterile atmosphere. This scene, Grimly monochromatic and precisely ordered, is not far from the trajectory current design trends are nudging us towards. This narrative envisions an alternate universe. An ode to vibrancy, to the unpredictable shapes and riotous hues that spell the essence of life. It's a call to arms to abandon the drab for the delightful, to find joy in the curvature of an arch, the exuberance of a color splash and the whimsy of an unconventional sculpture. This journey is more than a lesson in aesthetics. It's an exploration of how design, art, and style infused with joy not only enrich our personal lives, but also weave a shared tapestry of happiness. Throughout this exploration, we delve into the transformative power of design choices that rescue the Oscars from the brink of monotony Unearth the charm that makes flamingos an enduring symbol of delight and discover the rightful place for your flower beds in creating an abode of joy. This is not merely a guide to brightening your immediate surroundings, but a roadmap to actively incorporating joy into every facet of your life 
impacting both your well-being and that of those around you. In this journey, you will uncover how to harness the vibrancy around you, ensuring that joy is not just an occasional visitor, but a steadfast companion in your life. Part 1. Turning the mundane into the magnificent with a dash of color. In the autumn twilight of 2000, amid the backdrop of a city grappling with neglect and crime, the streets of Tirana, Albania, commenced an extraordinary transformation. A single, unremarkable structure began to bask in the glow of a vibrant orange hue, courtesy of painters following the visionary directive of the city's mayor, Edi Rama. This bold splash of color marked the genesis of a citywide revitalization, with numerous buildings soon donning their own vivid coats. Rama's innovative approach not only rejuvenated the urban landscape, but sparked a newfound sense of pride and care among the residents for their community and personal well-being. His contributions earned him the prestigious 2004 World Mayor Award, underscoring the profound impact of a mere smudge of color. This tale from Tirana encapsulates the essence of color's power, to transform spaces into well springs of joy. Joy, elusive as it might be to define, is unmistakable in its presence, a burst of intense, positive emotion that can, indeed, be invoked by color. Ingrid Fetel Lee recounts an epitome of this phenomenon through the story of a couple tired of their dreary, colorless dwelling. In their quest for joy, they engaged the creativity of New York's Stamberg Feriat and Associates, who brought their home to life starting with an audaciously yellow front door. This single change was a catalyst, amplifying the home's ambiance by altering the natural light and infusing the space with a cheerful glow. The secret to cultivating a joyful space lies in the symbiotic relationship between color and light. Darker hues, absorbing light, craft a somber, more introspective atmosphere, while bright, reflective colors imbue spaces with lightness and joy. Transforming a space into a haven of happiness is not a matter of overhauling your entire decor, but adhering to a few simple principles. Begin with the canvas of your surroundings, the walls and floors. Opt for light, serene shades as your base. White or its close relatives on the color spectrum make for an ideal backdrop. The next step is to introduce vibrant accents, a piece of flamboyant furniture, some colorful decor, or even a streak of paint can vivify a room. Such touches of color not only break the monotony, but also enhance the interplay of light and shade, enriching the room's overall atmosphere. By following these straightforward guidelines, the transformation of any space from mundane to magnificent is readily achievable. Just as Tirana's streets blossomed under the influence of color, so too can your living environment, becoming a source of perpetual joy. Part 2. Discover joy in the lavish embrace of maximalism. In a world mesmerized by the allure of minimalism, where less is purportedly more, and home design celebrates empty spaces adorned with monochromatic simplicity, it's easy to overlook the unintentional austerity it imposes. Embracing minimalism to its extremities may lead one down a path to residing in a Spartan cube, illuminated by nothing more than the stark light of a solitary bulb. This extreme vision, though hyperbolic, 
underscores a stark reality. Minimalism, in its quest for purity, often eschews the vibrancy of joy. The ethos of minimalism is deeply intertwined with notions of moral purity, presenting a stark, unornamented style as spiritually superior. This perspective is rooted in early 20th century ideologies, where figures like Adolf Luce promoted minimalism as a repudiation of the ornate and cluttered aesthetics prevalent in Eastern European and Persian cultures, thus casting minimalism as a symbol of purity and simplicity. Over the years, this minimalist revival has maintained its moralistic overtones, priding itself on sustainability and an aversion to wastefulness. However, this pursuit of purity can sometimes sap the life and joy out of spaces, rendering them cold and inhospitable. Contrastingly, maximalism dances on the scene with a flair for abundance, complexity, and sheer exuberance. Maximalism, with its rich textures, bold patterns, and a cacophony of colors, serves as a testament to vitality and the sheer joy of existence. From an evolutionary standpoint, abundance signifies health and prosperity. The opulent displays seen in nature, like the peacock's feathers, are not merely decorative but serve vital communicative purposes. Applying this lens to design, maximalism can be seen as a celebration of life's dynamism. It's an affirmation that one's living space can and should be a canvas for creativity, energy, and personal expression. The legendary interior decorator Dorothy Draper embodied this principle spectacularly in her transformation of the Greenbrier Resort. Her designs, characterized by bold stripes, dramatic archways, and playful juxtapositions of color, created an atmosphere of delight and wonder, proving unequivocally that spaces can and should evoke joy. Walking through such a space, awash with colors and teeming with life, contrasts starkly with the sterile corridors of minimalism. It affirms that joy finds its truest expression not in the removal of life's clutter, but in the celebration of its abundance. Maximalism, with its unbridled enthusiasm and fearless embrace of variety, invites us to revel in the joy that comes from surrounding ourselves with beauty, complexity, and above all, an acknowledgement of the richness of life. Part 3. Embracing the Wild. A Garden's Invitation to Freedom. Remember the exhilarating sensation of venturing into the woods as a child with nothing but a small bag and an insatiable curiosity? That sense of boundless freedom, the lure of the open road, it's not confined to the nostalgia of youth. Surprisingly, this liberty can be cultivated right in your backyard with a touch of thoughtful design. Enter the realm of gardens, where design intersects with nature to create spaces of liberation and beauty. The work of Dutch garden designer Pierre Udolf provides a perfect illustration. Nestled near the German border, in Humelo, lies Udolf's garden, a testament to untamed beauty and natural architecture. During a visit, the sensation of freedom is palpable, almost as if the garden itself breathes liberty. Here, the landscape is a symphony of wild blue salvia and towering hollyhocks, interspersed with textured grasslands of varying hues and heights. Forget the manicured lawns. This garden celebrates the chaos of nature, with a serpentine path lightly carving order into the wilderness. The intermittent flutter of butterflies, 
adds a touch of whimsy enhancing the garden's enchantment. This experience, as recounted by Lee, is a powerful reminder of nature's capacity to evoke a profound sense of freedom. It beckons you to embrace spontaneity, to revel in a day spent lounging in its secluded nooks, surrounded by the beauty of unchecked growth. The secret to generating this allure lies in the garden's design philosophy, a conscious decision to lean into the wild, to resist the urge to impose strict order. Udolf's approach diverges from the meticulous English gardening traditions that prioritize structure and precision, where every planting is dictated by a set of rigid rules. Instead, he champions the beauty of natural chaos. By replacing structured hedges with undulating grasses, he invites dynamic movement and interaction within the garden. This strategic choice allows for an interplay of textures and colors as the breeze animates the grasses, crafting a scene that's ever-evolving, always engaging. The brilliance of Udolf's garden lies not just in its aesthetic appeal, but in its philosophical stance, a celebration of nature's inherent wildness over human attempts to tame it. By allowing each plant to express its natural form without the confines of meticulous pruning, he fosters a garden that thrives on freedom, both in appearance and spirit. In essence, the wild garden of Humalo serves as an invitation to rediscover freedom, a lush, verdant call to reconnect with the wild heart beating within us all, reminding us that true liberation can be found in our willingness to embrace the unkempt beauty of nature. Part 4. Unlocking Happiness Through the Ancient Art of Feng Shui The mere mention of Feng Shui often conjures images of mystical practices and unfounded superstitions, a perception that couldn't be further from the truth. At its core, Feng Shui is a grounded and ancient Chinese philosophy focused on aligning one's living environment with the principles of harmony and energy flow, aiming to enhance well-being, sleep quality, and overall joy. Implementing Feng Shui is not about engaging in complex rituals, but about mindfully arranging your space. The philosophy hinges on the belief in qi, a life force or energy present in all things. According to Feng Shui, when qi flows smoothly through a space, it brings harmony. When obstructed, it causes stagnation and discomfort. Think about the layout of your living space. Imagine a small pet navigating the room. Does it roam freely, or does it encounter barriers like misplaced furniture or clutter? This simple visualization can reveal much about a room's energy flow or feng shui. By adopting feng shui principles, you can foster an atmosphere of happiness and tranquility in your home. Begin with the entryway. It's essential for this space to be uncluttered and inviting. An obstructed entrance not only physically hinders movement, but can metaphorically weigh on you throughout the day, breeding frustration and lethargy. Similarly, the bedroom, a sanctuary for rest and connection, should reflect balance and accessibility. For couples, the placement of the bed is crucial. Ensure both sides are equally accessible to avoid symbolizing imbalanced dynamics in the relationship. Such arrangements, seemingly simple, can significantly enhance the sense of harmony and emotional well-being within the home. Feng Shui, far from being an esoteric relic, is a practical approach to creating a living space that promotes happiness, balance, and peace. 
By being mindful of how we arrange our environments, we not only facilitate a smoother flow of energy, but also open ourselves up to greater joy and connection in our daily lives. Embrace the wisdom of Feng Shui and transform your home into a haven of happiness and harmony. Part 5. Where Joy Meets Innovation. The Magic of Playful Design. Imagine a moment of pure, unadulterated joy, the kind that catches your breath, lights up your eyes, and draws a laugh from deep within. For Lee, such a moment unfolded amidst the enchanting backdrop of the Galapagos Islands, playing a spontaneous game of tag with a sea lion. The sea lion darted towards her, only to veer away at the last possible second, an interaction brimming with playfulness and delight. This exhilarating feeling of joy isn't just reserved for holiday adventures. It can also find a home in our everyday environments through playful design. Playing with design elements not only infuses spaces with a sense of joy, but also unlocks a wellspring of creativity and innovation. Take, for instance, the work of Gaetano Pesce, the Italian maestro of design whose creations embody the essence of whimsy. Pesce's pieces are a vibrant celebration of color and form, from furniture that seemingly melts into itself to a sofa adorned with the New York skyline and crowned with a full moon. Now in his late 70s and bustling with projects in New York's Soho, Pestier's career is a testament to the vitality that playful design brings, pushing beyond the sterile confines of traditional geometry towards the unexpected and the organic. But the value of playful design extends beyond the aesthetic. It serves as a catalyst for innovation. Pesci's Up Five Chair, one of his pioneering designs, exemplifies this principle. More than just a stylish armchair paired with an ottoman for leisure, its unique structure, or rather, its lack of one, challenged conventional design paradigms. Crafted entirely from polyurethane foam, the Up Five Chair could be compressed to a fraction of its size revolutionizing aspects of shipping and storage before blossoming into its final form upon unpacking. This inventive approach was born from Pesce's willingness to play, to ask what if, and to embrace the unpredictable joy in design. Through the lens of playful design, each creation becomes more than just an object. It's an invitation to experience joy, to engage with our surroundings in a more heartfelt and imaginative way. By infusing playfulness into our environments, we not only enrich our daily lives with moments of delight, but also pave the way for groundbreaking innovations that challenge the status quo. In the realm of design, as in life, it is through play that we discover new horizons of joy and creativity. Part 6. Embrace Your Quirks. Where design celebrates the unconventional. Picture the scene. You're gearing up for a high-stakes presentation in a room filled with impeccably dressed colleagues, their expressions solemn, mirroring the tension you feel. But amidst this sea of seriousness, something unexpected catches your eye, a pop of color. One of the company's executives, known for their staunch professionalism, is sporting rainbow-colored socks, a silent rebellion peeping from beneath their tailored suit. This small act of quirkiness dissolves the room's stiffness, injecting a much-needed dose of joy and relaxation. It serves as a powerful reminder that joy often resides in the unexpected, in the breaks from convention 
that remind us life isn't meant to be lived in monochrome. During our formative years, particularly in adolescence and early adulthood, there's a gravitational pull towards fitting in, mirroring the fashion and styles that signify belonging to a particular group. This cultural conformity extends beyond mere aesthetics. It's about signaling alliance to certain values and communities. Yet, this pursuit of belonging often comes at the cost of suppressing our unique quirks and, with them, a significant source of joy. Consider the bird world, where the quirky, oddball flamingo stands out with its vivid pink plumage and comically long legs. Despite, or perhaps because of, its unorthodox appearance, the flamingo has captured hearts worldwide, becoming a beloved symbol of fun and eccentricity, even adorning lawns as kitschy, plastic ornaments. This love affair with the flamingo's distinctiveness echoes a broader truth. That joy often lies in embracing the idiosyncratic and the unconventional. This celebration of quirkiness has found a fervent advocate in the design world, particularly within the Dutch design movement of the 1990s. Originating in the Netherlands, this movement threw traditional design conventions to the wind. Everyday objects underwent a playful transformation. Table lamps grew to gargantuan proportions, dominating rooms with their presence, while tables shrank to sizes so minute they seemed almost comical. Even material choices flirted with the unexpected, with durable silicone replacing fragile ceramic, inviting interaction rather than cautious avoidance. The allure of these design choices lies in their ability to surprise and delight, to challenge our expectations of how objects should exist in our spaces. They serve as joyful reminders that the world is rich and varied and that there is beauty in straying from the path of the ordinary. In celebrating the quirky and the non-traditional, design not only enriches our physical spaces, but also rekindles our appreciation for the joy found in the unique and the unexpected. So let those rainbow socks shine. In quirks we find a shared delight in life's infinite variety. Part 7 the architecture of awe, building joy through grand designs. Imagine standing amidst the swirl of colors at the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta in New Mexico, where the sky becomes a canvas painted with the vibrant hues of thousands of balloons ascending into the ether. This breathtaking display, powerful in its grandeur, taps into a profound source of joy, the experience of awe. For over a decade and a half, psychologists Dasher, Keltner, and Jonathan Haidt have delved into the essence of awe, describing it as our reaction to encountering something vast that transcends our usual frame of reference. This feeling of immense wonder is not only sparked by the raw majesty of nature, enormous canyons, towering mountains, or the endless expanse of the sky, but it also fundamentally transforms our outlook on life. A revealing study by psychologist Yang Bai in 2017 brought this concept to life. Participants visiting both urban environments and the majestic Yosemite National Park were asked to depict themselves within their surroundings. The results were telling. Those who had immersed themselves in Yosemite's natural splendor portrayed themselves as tiny figures amidst vast landscapes, while citygoers drew larger, more prominent selves against an urban backdrop. Contrary to what one might expect, this sense of diminished selfhood in the face of grandeur didn't breed discontent, but rather a profound sense of joy and belonging to something greater than oneself.
architecture, in its essence, possesses the unique power to conjure these awe-inspiring moments. Historically, monumental structures were often reserved for spiritual sites, deliberately crafted to evoke a sense of reverence and awe among the faithful. Yet, the pursuit of awe extends beyond the sacred realms into the secular, where modern marvels continue to inspire wonder. Consider the architectural wonders like the expansive Grand Central Station or the American Museum of Natural History, where a 94-foot-long blue whale hangs majestically from the ceiling. These iconic New York landmarks are not just feats of design and engineering. They are constructed spaces of awe, carefully curated to remind us of the incredible capabilities of human creativity and our place within the vast tapestry of existence. Through the lens of architecture, we come to understand that awe is not a distant, elusive experience, reserved for the natural world or the divine. It's woven into the fabric of our built environment, inviting us into moments of transcendence that elevate our everyday lives. In the grandiose and the magnificent, in the details and the wonders of construction, architecture gifts us with the joy of awe a reminder of the endless possibilities that lie in human ingenuity and imagination. Part 8. The Architecture of Celebration, Designing for Joy In the bustling rhythm of New York, a tour bus weaves through the city's iconic neighborhoods, from the vibrant streets of Little Italy to the pulsing heart of Times Square. Yet, among these landmarks, there's a destination that consistently captures the essence of joy, City Hall where couples exchange vows and celebrate love surrounded by family and friends. This compelling scene at City Hall underscores a universal truth. Celebrations are powerhouses of joy. But why do humans, and indeed even our primate cousins, engage in such ritually extravagant behavior? Aren't these gatherings, with their consumption of scarce resources, seemingly at odds with the principles of survival and efficiency? Dutch primatologist Franz de Waal offers insights into this paradox through his observations of chimpanzees in the late 1970s. When presented with rare treats, these primates instinctively came together, their interactions brimming with affection and shared enjoyment. This communal revelry, as de Waal noted, wasn't just about the feast but about reinforcing social bonds and collective well-being. Echoing DeWall's findings, psychologist S.L. Gable highlighted the pivotal role of celebrations in human communities. Through his research, Gable demonstrated that celebrations fortify communal ties, with participants more inclined to support each other post-celebration. Moreover, these gatherings elevate the collective mood, imbuing participants with a heightened sense of joy. Given the integral role celebrations play in fostering joy and community, it's clear that the design of celebration spaces warrants careful consideration. Architect David Rockwell's innovative redesign of the Academy Awards venue in 2008 illuminates the impact of thoughtful spatial arrangement on the quality of communal gatherings. Disenchanted with the static, disengaged nature of previous ceremonies, Rockwell reimagined the seating layout by introducing concentric loops of wider, more inclusive seating and bringing the stage into the midst of the audience, he transformed the experience from one of passive observation to active engagement. This redesign not only rejuvenated the event, 
but also amplified the celebratory atmosphere, encouraging attendees to savor the moment rather than seeking the nearest exit. The transformation of the Academy Awards venue serves as a compelling example of how well-designed spaces can act as catalysts for celebration, engendering a sense of connection and joy among participants. It's a poignant reminder that joy isn't a mere byproduct of our human experience. It's a fundamental aspect that can be intentionally cultivated through design. As we navigate the diverse tapestry of life, incorporating elements of celebration into the spaces we inhabit can dramatically enhance our collective experience of joy. Whether it's the deliberate design of a public square or the intimate arrangement of a celebration hall, the spaces we create and inhabit have the power to bring us together in joyous communion. In the act of celebrating, we not only acknowledge life's milestones, but also reaffirm our shared humanity and capacity for joy. Final summary. Imagine living in a world where joy isn't just a fleeting moment, but a persistent, vibrant part of every day. This isn't just a dream. It's a profound truth waiting to be acknowledged. The essence of joy can be found in the smallest details and the grandest designs that surround us. From the warmth of a brightly painted door to the majesty of a city's architecture that leaves us in awe, opportunities to capture joy are woven into the fabric of our lives. Joy isn't reserved for extraordinary occasions. It thrives in the paint we choose for our walls, the playful designs of our furniture, and the way we arrange our living spaces to invite light and laughter. It's in the beauty of a well-designed garden that dances with the wind, and the grandeur of public spaces that connect us to something larger than ourselves. Designing our world with joy in mind isn't just about aesthetics. It's a pathway to enhancing our well-being and fostering deeper connections. Celebrations, whether they mark personal milestones or shared achievements, not only strengthen our social bonds but elevate our collective spirit. The pursuit of joy through design, architecture and everyday objects is a reminder of the abundant beauty that life offers. By recognizing and embracing these elements, we can transform our environments, our communities, and our mindset. So let's paint our walls with vibrant hues, welcome the whimsical into our homes, and design our cities to inspire wonder. In doing so, we affirm that joy isn't an elusive treasure, but a constant companion, enriching our lives and uplifting our spirits. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.